everybody, this is David Chudik here, and this is a bonus episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast, and you may have been hearing danger alarms like that every time you've been checking your stock portfolio. So on this bonus episode, we're going to talk about a few things that you can do uh, that you directly control to help you with some stock market and investing anxiety, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with certified financial planner, David Chudik where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Welcome to this week's bonus edition of the Weekly Wealth Podcast. As you know, I'm a financial advisor with Parallel Financial. And what that means is I help my clients to make the right financial decisions for them for the reasons that are important to them. So if there's anything that's keeping you up at night, and we're going to talk about the, some market volatility today, and I have a feeling that might be keeping a lot of people up at night, email me. So email david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. Or you can go to my Calendly link, which is uh, www.calendly.com slash davidpf. And the PF stands for Parallel Financial. And let's set a time. Let's talk about some of the things that are worrying you. Let's talk about if you have any next steps that can help you to sleep better. Because ultimately, how we handle our money, how we handle our finances should help us to sleep at night. So here we go. And let's talk about where we are. As of the day of I'm recording this, it's May in 2022. Uh, if you've been watching the news, uh, you, you've seen that the, the the markets are up and down, but quite frankly, uh, pretty significantly down this year. So I want to take a moment just to sh- just to acknowledge that uh, there's just been a wild combination of things happening. There's the war in Ukraine. There's the post-pandemic uh, slowdowns. I mean, we've all seen inflation, how expensive certain goods are to purchase. Uh, there's interest rates, and there's a lot of things happening that are causing or contributing to the market downturn. And I get it. It's not fun. Nobody likes losing money. So I wanted to just kind of get that out of the way that it's okay to have some frustration. I'm right there with you. Uh, And it's okay to have some stress and anxiety. That's okay. But let's look at some of the things that we can control. So the first thing that I would like for you to think about doing is to reevaluate your investment process or maybe to get an investment process if you don't have one. So what do I mean by process? It could be something as simple as are you putting money into the markets, into your investments on a periodic basis? Um, How are you choosing when to buy and when to sell and then maybe when to buy again any of your securities and your holdings? So think about what sort of a process you can use that can take emotion out of your investment decisions. So if you've listened to the Weekly Wealth Podcast, you've probably heard uh, two or three podcasts that I've done with our chief investment officer, Parallel Financial's chief investment officer, Greg Towner. And we talk a lot about investment process. So our process can be summed up by QRLT. Q is quality. We buy mostly quality holdings. R is rules-based. We have rules for when we are going to hold and not hold the securities that we held, that we hold. 
Uh, L is for liquid. Most of what we hold is liquid, which means that uh, we can get in and out of it when we need to, and we're not locking in our, our monies. And then T is tax efficiency. So especially for monies that are held outside of our IRAs, tax efficiency is, is a very big benefit of our process. So what is your process? If you don't have one, you might want to think about one. If you'd like to speak with me, email me, david at parallelfinancial.com. Be happy to do a Zoom or an in-person meeting, and we can talk about some of the things that we do, some of the things that you might be doing, and some of the things that you might want to implement. So the second thing that I would like for you to think about doing is take this time to reevaluate all of your insurances and your risk management policies that are in place for both you personally and your business. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's take a scenario. Let's say that you've built up your investment account, your brokerage account to a million dollars prior to this downturn. And I don't know, I'm going to make up a number, but let's say that your investment account is now down to $850,000. So you've had a 15% decrease due to market conditions. Now, let's say you're driving your car, you accidentally run a stop sign, you do the unthinkable, maybe you, you check a text message and, and, and you, you hit somebody, and now you've caused an accident with four or five or six severely injured people. Now, if you're like a lot of individuals, you may have, for most of your adult life while you were paying for insurance, you may have had the attitude, oh man, insurance is a racket, it's a ripoff, it's almost like gambling, just give me the minimum, just give me what the state requires and, and I'll deal with it later, I'm a good driver. Well, what happens here? It, in my state, in South Carolina, you are required to carry $25,000 of liability per person for injuries that you cause and $50,000 for everybody's injuries. So in this hypothetical case where you injured five people, if you have minimum coverage, you have a maximum of $50,000 available to pay for all of those injuries. To top it off in this hypothetical situation, your million dollar portfolio had dropped to $850,000. So now you're gonna have to take distributions from that decreased portfolio to pay for the damages of the people that you injured in the car accident. That's a double whammy. Probably 10 or 20 or $30 a month would have gotten you a lot more uh, liability insurance and maybe a liability umbrella as well. If you're a business owner, just know this. We're not going to go into many examples, but business owners are at such an increased exposure for liability and losses that you really need to go to your insurance agent and say, where are my exposures? Where can I be sued? Where might I be able to cause a lot of damage? And give me some options on how I can mitigate that risk by transferring it to an insurance company. Get the facts, know what you're doing, and uh, this is something that we should all always do, but especially during periods where our portfolios might be down, it's doubly important. And oh, by the way, life insurance, especially for parents, is incredibly important as well. If you pass away with a decreased portfolio, it's a double whammy if you don't have the adequate amount of life insurance. So work with your insurance agent, work with a risk management professional to learn where your exposures are. And then if it makes sense, you'll either retain the exposure and say, you know what, I'm okay with that. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for that if it ever happens uh, on my own. 
and that's okay if you're making that decision proactively. Or if it makes sense, you'll transfer it to the insurance company, which means you're going to pay them a premium. And then at the triggering event, they are going to pay for that loss up to the limits of the policy. Okay, the next thing I'd like for you to think about doing is tax loss harvesting. Now, this is for your investment accounts that are not inside of IRAs, meaning that um, uh, it's not a Roth IRA, it's not a, not, a, not a traditional IRA, not inside of your 401k or, 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 or retirement plans. But if you have a brokerage account and your balances are down, you can sell uh, positions that have lost value and those losses can go against your 2022 taxable, uh, taxable requirements. So this is something that's complicated. Uh, it's something that takes a little bit of knowledge and it's actually something that can, you can make some mistakes. So work with your accountant or work with your financial advisor but tax loss harvesting is something that, that can help you on your taxable income for this year, and you can take advantage of, of, of the market downturns and some losses that you've had. If you're using ETFs, sometimes you can buy a very, very similar ETF that has almost the same holdings. Uh, that negates the wash sale rule. And if you don't know what any of that means, email me, david at parallelfinancial.com, or talk to your own accountant or your financial advisor. But tax loss harvesting, can be a little bit of a blessing in disguise from this from this downturn down market. So let's look at the next thing and I'm talking specifically to the business owners here that are listening. Oftentimes the biggest asset owned and held by the business owner is the business itself. So the business owner has direct control over the business. The business owner doesn't really have direct control over the investments that he or she holds within an investment portfolio. So you have direct control over your business. Let's use this as a time to look at all the ways that we can increase the value of this business. So there are eight drivers of business value. We're not going to get into all of them today, but um, a couple of them are how dependent is your business on any one company, any one industry, things like that. Uh, another one is how dependent is the business on the owner for, for just about every, uh, every area of operation. So if you're interested in learning some ways that you can increase the value of your business so that a couple things can happen, you might be able to sell it for a little bit more uh, or actually a, a much bigger multiple when you're ready to sell, um, or you can just make the business more efficient and profitable now so you can have a more profitable and easy life. But one of my core kind of theories in life is we need to control what we can control. And we can't control what's happening on Wall Street. We can't control stock prices. We can make best guesses. We can have very strong processes in place, but we can't control that. But as business owners and entrepreneurs, we have a heck of a lot more con direct control over our own businesses. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to um, a couple ebooks that you can download that can help you kind of move in the right direction to having your business increase in value and or to have your business become more profitable and you ultimately have an easier life. And finally, the last thing that I would love for you to consider doing during these market volatility, times of market fluctuation, and this is an easy one. Turn off the news. The news channels get more viewers. The news websites get more hits. The, the, the news YouTube channels get more, more hits. 
with negativity. Now, we're not going to we're not going to say that there is no there is no negativity. There's nothing to be concerned about. Of course there are. The markets have have dropped, uh, you know, 10 plus percent. But thinking about that all day, it just doesn't help the psyche. So let's turn off the news. Let's be informed, you know, get your political information, uh, have your political beliefs, whether they agree with mine or not. I don't care. I want you to be informed, but let's not watch the news all day. It does us no good to dwell on what appears to be negative. You know, there's that old saying in the news business, if it bleeds, it leads. And that's basically that negative information gets more more attention than positive information. There's so much good in the world. There's so much positivity. And even in your own life, there's so much, so much to be thankful for. So turn off the news and, um, Let's have a financial process that's guiding our guiding our financial decisions as opposed to the emotions that a lot of times get created or at least influenced by excessive news watching. So I hope that helps you. And I know that these are tough times and I know that there there is some negative emotions and there's some anxiety and that is all okay. Email me, David, at ParallelFinancial.com if you want to talk, if you want to set an appointment and talk about your portfolio, if you want a portfolio review, or if you just want to talk about some of the things that are keeping you up at night. And until next episode, I wish you a very blessed week. The information contained herein, including but not limited to research, market valuations, calculations, estimates, and other material obtained from Parallel Financial and other sources are believed to be reliable. However, Parallel Financial does not warrant its accuracy or completedness. The materials are provided for informational purposes only. It should not be used or construed as an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security. Past performance is not indicative of future results.